Oh yeah, man. Some good coffee. So we're going up to Conifer. Yeah. Shoot some stuff up. Yep. Yeah. Exercise is goddamn American right. Right. So what do you think about gun control? Uh, I don't believe in it. I mean, yeah, hey, listen. I like the way that that... Because, you know, the thing about calling it gun control is that nobody believes in that, right? Like, who wants to control your gun? Like, the way that they put that phrase together, you know, gun control. You know, pro-life, you know. Who, who isn't pro-life? Like, everyone yeah. is pro-life if you're alive, right. you know. Unless you want to go out here and start killing, kill yourself. I mean, there like, are some people who do, but, but yeah, but that's, that's cool. yeah. But, you're but right, for the dude. most part, it's like the way they phrase that. Like, yeah, yeah you immediately know. I don't want no one controlling my guns. Like, okay, well, that's so the thing. Tell, tell all me about of these, it. all of these arguments. How do we keep like, the kids safe? Well, the, the thing is, like, what you just brought up with like pro life or gun control or whatever it is. Like, these are complex Branded. arguments. That yeah. need to have a lot of nuance, a lot of like discussion, a lot of uh, knowledge of the details and everything related, but instead get condensed down to these like bumper sticker slogans that oversimplify everything. And yeah. then there's just two sides that can't make any progress with each other. Yeah. And that's that's where the problem is. Like neither side can really hear the other side what they're saying. But I don't know. I like it's it's a constitutional right. And I don't see any way around that unless you're like, okay, we don't care about our constitution anymore, and we're at, we're gonna base our society and our lives more on fear than on those rights that the constitution set up for us. Yeah. So is there is there a way that I could have framed the question that would have not made you jump on the no so fast? You, you know, I don't know. Maybe you yeah. can help me with that phrasing. I don't know. I don't. I don't know, man. Like, it, I just think the entire like argument and the entire like viewpoint of like we need to control guns. I don't think is a good argument and a good viewpoint. And I think, I think if I had the money, like I should be able to buy a tank. Yeah. And the oh. only thing that should stop me is the fact that I don't have enough money. Yeah. But why is it that the government gets a monopoly on? the tools of violence uh, and strips the citizens of it. Like, that's historically a recipe for, like, horrible things happening, you know? Like, that's ma that's how massacres happen, that's how genocides happen, is when the people don't have any way of defending themselves. And then one side, which is usually the government, has all the tools of death and no one else has anything. So no one can offer any resistance. All you can do is line up and get killed. Yeah. 
And so if, if the government is able to have some level of weaponry, then I think anyone should be able to have it. And I think that's kind of the argument for all that is like, if we're having mass shootings and stuff all the time, and that's what we're really afraid of, and that's why we want gun control. It's like, when a mass shooting happens, you're gonna like uh, call the police and then wait for the police to come and save you? Or would it be better if like, wherever you are in any public setting, like maybe like 30, 40 percent of the people there just were were strapped and could blast back. Okay. Like, isn't that a way better like means of protection for everybody? A means of preventing the things in the first place? If like these shooters just know, like, yo, I can't really go anywhere and just start killing innocent people because everyone's gonna have have a piece on it. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think about okay? Um, uh, you know this scenario here, for example. Kid walks into Walmart, they buy a gun, they walk out. I'm talking about 15 years old. You know, what do you think about that? Uh, well, I don't think you could buy a gun at 15, right? Well, what? Well, well, where do we? Why not? 18? Why not? Well, okay. So that, if you want to consider that gun control, then yeah, I guess. I that mean, makes I mean, sense. not not control. Let's let's not even say gun control anymore. I mean, technically, anymore. that is gun control. So okay. I guess there's okay, some right. level. That is actually what they call like common sense gun control. Okay, and I what, think we already have that. that what do you means, think? What do you think is acceptable? Well, I think that that makes sense. Like, you, I think you got to be 18 to buy a rifle. You got to be 21 to buy a handgun. Uh, we have background checks. Like, you can't just walk in and buy a gun and, and walk out. We have to clear the background check. Okay, okay, that's fine. So, why 18 for a rifle and 21 for a handgun? Why? I've never. I don't know anything about that. I think it's just because handguns are more likely to be used in, like, crime-type scenarios, you know what I mean? Like, you could just have it on you and, like, get, like, lose your shit and blast off on somebody where people are not really, like, walking around with a rifle in their pants, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess, I, I you know, I mean, I, I'm with you. I, I just think, you know, like, yeah, like, those bare minimum restrictions and like qualifications to get a gun i think those should be in place you know maybe there's a way to tighten those up but there is never should be any gun control you know and that term has to go away completely because i don't think anybody that is i mean maybe some people are but i don't think that's just like that's not you know like like you said i mean that's historically you got to have some type of defense like now you know especially that you have the freedom to do so a constitution that tells you that you have the freedom to do so, that's amazing. Because most, most people are living in a tyranny and they don't even know it. You know, right. at the end of the day, somebody else got the gun, not you. And that's in all the, you know, fancy European countries and a lot of other places that they think, oh, well, wow, look at America, you know, they, you know, their, 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 their press is all open, so they let you know everything that's happening. And then at the same time, look at what they, they kill their own people, they kill in the schools. But they don't understand that there is real you know, stability maybe that even comes with that, you know, in, in, in one sense or another, in the long term or the short term, you know, I think, you know, that that, that can, guns can save lives, but there has to be those bare minimum restrictions, you know, that are not like, like you said, there's a qualification, like, you know, and, and, and money shouldn't be all lit, like, let's say you have all the money, there should be one more step to like you get in a tank, for example, you know what I'm saying? 
I don't think like, <laughs> just uh, give you a, a take. mental evaluation or something. Is that what you <laughs> Not mean? This, yeah, something yeah. like that. Like you know, that's that's completely done in a um, in a in a uh, but the thing maybe is a non privatized matter. So it's not also you know the up people for sale. that do have access to tanks, i.e. the military. A lot of those guys are not going to pass mental evaluations if they like were like had the same levels of private. They don't ownership. own the tank. They, but they, they're they, using the they tank. They use the tank. That's and they kill people with the tank. Under command. That's different. Is that that whoever's commanding them should be taking that evaluation. Our commander-in-chief took one. I think he passed with flying colors. <laughs> and apparently the CNN host didn't. So did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Apparently they didn't. They were like trying to make fun of him. They like failed it themselves. <laughs> they're hilarious. hilarious. So, that's... that's oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, tell me what you think. Like, is... Because I was talking to someone about this, like, that idea of, like, self-reliance, like, that is a quintessentially American type of thing. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, it's uniquely American. And, and that's what I was that's talking about, friend. You, like, do you think it's uniquely American? I that think it idea is. of self-reliance? Because to me, that's kind of the definition of what it is to be a man. Like, but, to be a man, you cannot be relying on someone else to take care of you. Or to tell you what to do, or how to do it, or what is right, or any of that. You have to be the head of your family and your household, and be like, you know what? These people that I love, they're my responsibility. Yeah. I'm going to be the one that's responsible for them. If yeah. some shit goes down, I'm not going to get scared and call the cops and wait 20 minutes for them to yeah. show up to save my family. I'm going to take care of that. Yeah. If I die for that, then I will die for that. Yeah. That's what makes you a man. Yeah, and if you're not, if you're just like, oh, I don't want that responsibility. Well, you're not a man yet. You're not yet. You're not yet. And 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 that and that's the thing. You know, I think historically, people have, have been you know more explorers and more gutsy like that, and and men really were really like more like stronger in that sense. Yeah. You know, but I think after people have colonized and people have you know. Um, you know, just like settled, you know, a lot of people settled, you know what I'm saying? And they start building families, you know what I mean? They start building these, these families. And so then people got just softer by, 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 you know, they, they lost that explorer sense. They lost that yeah. self-reliance. Warrior shit. War, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And just like going against, you against nature, building something, right. you exploring, going to a different part of the mountain and, and building a a, a, a a place there yep. you know what I mean just because it's better there it's a better view there it's more shade there you know or whatever uh, or going out you know try hoping to find strike gold somewhere you know what I'm saying and really build a life you know what I'm saying just that sense of explorerness that sense of like you know well maybe you know let me go find out you know, right. it, it's been lost, and so like everything's I, I, too easy now. We're it's too, too easy. Soft. Everything you can order it, whatever you want. You yeah. know, people don't even cut gems anymore. They just order gems that are already cut, and, and you know, whatever. Like you know what I mean? Like shit like that. It's, it's like, like you know that um, you know that set, like it's a meme now uh, that I've seen a few times recently, but it's actually a quote from Ibn Khaldun, who was like a Muslim scholar in and Moorish Spain in Andalusia when the Muslims had Spain. And he was he's considered like the the godfather of like the study of history. Like it was he's the dude who came up with the idea like of history as like a factual uh, enterprise. Like it was it, you before that it was like 
you know, we tell these folk folk stories about our side, and our side are the heroes, and we tell how great they are and how they vanquish their enemies. But he was a guy who was like, no, we need to look at, like, facts and what actually happened and look at it like a science. That's what we need to do. So he's the one who came up with that shit. But his view on history was that it, of, of at least human civilization uh, was that it was a cyclical process of hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men, weak men create hard times. And it's a cycle that goes like that forever. Ooh, that's and, a super gem. Yeah. And the thing is, like, you know, you pair that with, like, people talk about, I don't know whose quote that is, but someone was like, the those who aren't don't learn history are doomed to repeat it or something like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, history repeats itself. And to me, anyways, that's always been framed like this is something we could escape and move beyond if we just learned our history. And... I've come to the conclusion now, I don't think that's true. I don't think there is any escape from that cycle. I think that is a cycle forever, and no one will ever escape that, and no one can ever escape that, and that's just how it is. There will always be that cycle of human suffering that goes on as long as there are humans. Like you, there's ne- We're never going to get to a point where our current generation has the understanding and wisdom of all the accumulated generations before them so they could learn from it and not make the same mistakes. It's just it going to be a cycle fast. and you can't get out of it. And that and you just hope that you land in the good time section. That's all you could do, really. Yep. You yep. hope that your family like landed to, the, like just by chance happens to live in, in one of those times that isn't but us it's, tearing but it's, but ourselves it's also, apart. Yeah, but it's also, you know, it's also, you know, the fact that, you know, like you said, strong men, you know, create good times. Like, you know, it's also like there's also a, a little bit of a sense of destiny control, yeah. you know, factor that it, what you do, how hard you work will determine like, yeah, like, 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 let's say, OK, you have bad times. You're, you're in the you're in the bad times. You're in the weak. Some weak men came and you're yeah. in the bad times. now. How hard you work will make shit better. You see what I'm saying? Right, because you can restart that cycle. Yeah, you, can you know what I'm saying? You can, you can flip it. You can cut it at any moment. But you can't you know ever escape it. You can never escape it. I don't think you no, can. You, it's no, a, you're right. It's a closed circle. To, to your you point. You can't get to, out of it. Yeah, to your point, it's just history. We, we live just too... We, we, we live too fast. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we are like... Our perspective is too fast. We can't even see the whole cycle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like really. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. We can only hope. Like, it's we at can least only work four hard. generations. It's at least four generations to see one cycle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like one human being cannot have the perspective on that. And sometimes it's like you think you're working hard towards something, but you're really walking away so far from the where you need to be, and it's like you're going this way, and then you don't realize it. You know what I'm saying? And so you know you think you're you think you're doing good, but ultimately. You might have caused. You might have been the weak one, right? You see what I'm saying? Like That's we're so we're so fucked up, yeah. yeah. And we're so fucked up that we sometimes we lose that perspective. It's like, like we think we're doing. Like uh, the human mind is is crazy. You know? Like look at look, look at the people that, that went and killed us, man. Yeah. Like look at that. Look at they that. They thought they were doing what's right, and they ended up killing one of the companions of the prophet. And, and while and he was Khalifa and shed his blood on on the Quran. Like, that's what they did. And they thought they were doing what is right and what is best for the whole Literally. You know what I mean? And, then and that's, like, such a good example, I think. Because yeah. you clearly see people that were, like, completely possessed by a certain idea that was completely wrong. 
but were so convinced of their righteousness and did like fucked up shit and they justified up it. An entire like uh, civilization, basically. Yeah, you know what I mean? Literally. To this day. You know, those effects rain. And that same thing is what's happening over and over again in that cycle. Yep. Yep. Yeah, sometimes some, some men, you know, fuck it up so bad that it, it's so bad, like, for, for, for a long time. Yeah, you know one of those stages of the cycle can last a hell of a long time. Yeah, you know. Yeah. For a lot of people. And, and, and all those things. That's the thing about life. Everything is happening at once. All those stages are happening right now. In some way, some shape, some form, for someone. Uh, damn, like, I didn't even think about that, dude. They're all happening. Yeah, you're, that's fucking crazy. So many cycles. Yeah, that's nuts. Damn, the sheer interaction of the cycles with each other is amazing. Like, you know? Like, you're some, somebody's bad cycle coming into your... Like... It, and, and it happens all the time, and that those create new cycles. But yeah, this, some people fuck it up for a long time. The philosophical, the philosophical ideas, man, are just like, you know, at the end of the day, you realize how little we know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, or how right we are, you know? It's like yeah. we, we may think we know, but or we realize things, you know, there are truths truths to us at the end of the day, but it's the same thing about that simulation, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what do you mean? Like, you know, like like where do new ideas come from? Oh, it just seems like, you know, you just like, you know, just grab an idea out of thin air, but it's yeah. like, where do those ideas really come from? Yeah, where do they come from? Like, I think most of the time, you don't even think about that. Yeah. And most of the time, most of the time people identify with their thoughts. Like, yeah. they think that their thoughts are them and coming from them. And I don't think that's right. true. I like, right. That's, like, I think one of the keys to what life is about is, like, trying to figure out, like, what and who you actually are. Because people identify with their body. People identify with their thoughts, people identify with their beliefs. And I don't think either, any of those three things are what you actually are. And I don't think any of those three things are permanent. Like, all three of those things can change. Yep. yep. Like, your beliefs, your thoughts can completely change. And if you completely identified with what you used to believe, then now what are you? Right. You're not you anymore? Well, you're still you. You're a new version of you. But that demonstrates that you is separate than your beliefs. Yep. It's separate Definitely. than your thoughts. Yep. That's, so that's a good thought whatever that whatever that is that's permanent through all of that is what you actually are, and that's I think the point of life is to try to discover what that is and how that connects to the divine, because I think it is inextricably connected to whatever we call the transcendent or divine or God or whatever. But where do you think thoughts come from? Babylon. <laughs> uh, thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Man. Like, if they don't come from you, where are they coming from? Yeah, that's that's the big mystery. I think, I don't know. That's really what, I think there's maybe a, a collective consciousness. Yeah. You know, that, that we all, like, like, let's say you think of a new thought. 
that new thought gets deposited into this consciousness. Right. And then if that consciousness allows, or if someone accesses that consciousness, other people can access they that. They can access that new thought. And they would think that they thought of the thought, but yeah. they merely just now have access to this new thought that someone else might have accessed it. But how did the thought originate? Right. Right? Which is. Oh, shoot. Hold on. Um, how did the thought originate? Which is the whole mystery here, right? Right. So, I think the thought can originate from, you know, like like someone can make a thought. So, not all thoughts come from that consciousness. Or, because the person's consciousness is a collective part of that consciousness, whenever someone makes a thought, it is, a, it is the consciousness making that thought. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So, yeah. no matter what, even if you were thinking it, and you created it, your brain... Uh, you know the neuro electric tractical neuro whatever whatever uh, they, 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 they act like they know what it is <laughs> but yeah that whatever your brain made it happen in other words you know two, two things connected you know you've seen the dots connected right you know what I'm saying you, you came up with a new realization like ah this is how I can make it happen well yeah that's still the consciousness making that decision it's not you Completely. Yeah, I think initially you're using, you're it comes using from somewhere else. Like it, it appears to your mind from somewhere else, and then once it appears in your mind, then you can use your brain and your mind to analyze it, think about it more, and like you know whatever. But where it comes from originally, that's what the mysterious thing is. And yeah. if you want to say there's some kind of collective conscious and collective unconscious that. We get access somehow. Yeah. Like, I think maybe that makes sense somehow. I think it's simultaneous. Um, I think it's both. I think it's both things. You know, I think it's like, you know, maybe like, yeah, this thought can originate somewhere else, you know, and then you analyze it, you know, but by you analyzing it, you know, you're you're adding to that thought. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're you're putting it in your... You put your own flavor. Changing the format. Yeah. Yeah. Changing this format or whatever. And then you, you know, then you deposit it back into this collective consciousness, which also is a thing. But at the same time, I really believe in, in us as creators in us as um, like the human being as like, like a fraction of a super tiny fraction of a creator. You I know agree. What I'm saying? Like, I agree. So I think we can originate those thoughts. And I think, that's what I think the key of that is. I don't think we can. I don't think we originate. We don't originate, but, but we can, we can decipher Decipher yes. something that is not a thought and turn it into a thought. Right, but that yeah, we are the we can be the gateway between whatever that mysterious realm is and bringing it into actuality in the real world. Yeah, could be that gateway. But that I think is the key of why discovering who you really are beyond all those like uh, surface level identity type of shit. Like discovering who you really are is the same thing as discovering who God is because. We're, we we are part of that, like right, like we were made, man made, uh, God made man in God's image. We were made yep. in His image, and like you said, we are creators. So like when we when that's the key, any type of creative process that you partake in, whatever kind of art you're doing, anything creative, that like that's the same thing. It's not coming from you; it's coming through you. Where did that come from? We don't know. We don't understand it. But when you can access that other fucking dimension of creativity, whatever that is, and it flows through you, and it's not just like an intellectual process that you're actually really like 
trying to do on purpose, when it just happens, yeah. that's when real creativity is happening. You're partaking in the act of creation, mm. like the creator. Mm. We are a small fraction of that, right? Mm. God breathes Beautiful. his breath into all of us. Or like we're all like tiny shards of, of that piece of the divine. And we partake in that act of creation through the creative process. And that's how we connect to the to transcendent. That's how we connect to God. That's how we try to like uh, bridge that connection between that realm and the real world. And it's a mysterious thing, but that's the way you do it. It's yeah. not through some kind of intellectual uh, approach. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That's an amazing. Yeah, that's that's enlightening right there. That's an amazing outlook, man. Yeah, just be a part of it. You know, it's so much greater than your own. You, 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 you know, it turns everything way greater than what it, it is. You know what I'm saying? You know, this conversation that we're having, you know, it, you know, it becomes way greater when you realize that it's, you know, it's, it's a part of something much bigger. You know, it's a part of a way bigger creation. Yeah. That, you know, that we're doing like, you know, it's this huge building. We're doing, you know, the balconies. Boom. You know, you look at the building later. It's like, man, like. We did that little section right there, but goddamn, it's a nice building. Yeah, that, well, that's the thing. Like, I think in that way, the act of creation is not finished. Yeah. It's continuing on through us. And we are going to make this world Ooh. and this life, whatever it's going to be, we don't even really have control or direction of it. It's happening through whatever that is that we connect to through the creative process, which I think is God. So it's happening through us, but it's happening because of that connection. So things are not finished, you know what I mean? Things are still uh, heading in a certain direction because of that subconscious direction of creativity. Okay, I like And for that reason, despite all the madness, I think maybe it might be some kind of a hugely impactful evolutionary leap for us to elect Kanye West as president. I think very left turn. Very left turn. No, because... It's like a very what hard, is, listen, super hard left turn <laughs> on this one. <laughs> we've, We're in the middle of the mountains, For man. a long time. Let's drive up to Kanye's house right now. <laughs> Let's see how crazy this dude is. No, no, no. Seriously. For a long time, we've based our civilization on electing power-hungry, corrupt politicians. Come on. And that's, that's why we are where we are now. But what if... What if maybe we get a better civilization? We might as well elect Soldier Boy. Well, listen what I'm saying. Maybe we get a better civilization off of... Instead of being led by corrupt, power-hungry politicians, what if we make a civilization that's led by artistic geniuses and poets? I love it. I love Maybe it. that's a better civilization. I don't know. It could just make us all burn, you know? I, I mean? think it would we make us burn, burn everything down. I think but it maybe that burn. would yield a better civilization. Listen, listen. I know artists. I know producers. You know what I'm saying? I'm a producer. At the end of the day, I think... Con, like I think Jay Z can do it, but I don't think Kanye he's too can do unstable. it. He's just he's not enough business oriented. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like he'll just be a, a, a bad poet president. You know what I'm saying? There's those two. You know, it could be good poet presidents. It could be you know whatever you know artistic you know people. You know, but you know here here's the thing. 
what I was going to say is, actually, the left turn that I was going to make was way less left. <laughs> way less, way less left. But you're going to love this one, okay? Right. You said we're partaking in creation still, right? Yeah, it's an ongoing and, and, process. And it's an ongoing process, right? And I love that. That's that's beautiful. So what do you think about, like, the, the globe heating up in general or, like, global warming due to, like, our own action? What do you think about that in, 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 in the same idea? What do you think about it? How does that relate to Because we're doing process? it. We're, we're doing it. We are responsible. Because uh, we are creating. Yeah, we are creating. According yeah. to you. We're supposed to, me, to create a desert planet, apparently. <laughs> Is that what we're working we're towards? We're trying to be living That's on what dune, we're <laughs> <laughs> We're working. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're, good. we're heading there. Then, no, I, I don't know, man. Like, that issue is so politicized. That it's virtually give me, impossible. Give me, give me the no BS version. No BS. Don't give me no politics, no bias. Give me the truth. What do you think? So, the the best thing that I've heard on it that makes the most sense to me was a study that Bjorn Lomberg did. Who was a he's an economist, I think, that was commissioned by the UN to to rank order all of their goals. So the UN had like 200 goals and didn't have any of them prioritized because each goal has like an interest group behind them that's saying like, no, do our shit. You got to prioritize our shit. And if you rank them, then anyone that's put further down the list is going to be upset. So they just didn't rank anything. So they're like, okay, we have 200 things to do, no order to do them in. So we basically can't do anything is what that means. Like you can't do 200 things at one time. So they're like, we need to prioritize. So they, they commissioned this dude to study and what he did was basically be like yo if we have a budget of x amount of dollars what's the greatest amount of good we can do for this world with that money because if we just throw it at one cause maybe it doesn't do as much good in that area as it could have done over here you know what i mean so we need to figure out we have this budget what is how can we spend this the best way to improve the world in the best possible way so we had a team of uh, economists that studied this bunch of nobel prize winning people and the conclusion that they came to was basically that, A, you have to look at human beings as problem-solving machines. That's what human beings are. Human beings constantly, that's right, that's what human life is, it's struggle. No matter what your situation is, you'll find struggle in it. If you're like in poverty, that's a struggle. If you're in wealth, there's going to be some other struggle for you in life. That You don't just get a coast. You know what I mean? No matter what the situation is, it's struggle. So human beings are set up to be problem-solving units to see like, okay, this is the struggle. How do I make this better? What can I do to improve this? How could I solve this problem? So he's like, that's what we got to look at human beings as. So how do we maximize the potential of the most amount of these problem-solving units? So the conclusion that he came to is, listen, if we throw money at global warm, if you want to solve global warming, and you throw money at global warming, the amount of money that people would have to sacrifice out of their short term, out of their immediate life right now, would have a small amount of effect long out in the future. And so people economically are just not willing to do it. It's too much pain in the immediate for too little gain in the far future. People just don't want to do it. Like, like listen, like if we have to take 30% of your income for taxes to improve global warming, that your grandchildren are going to see a small increase for people are like ah, ah, that's too much i don't i don't want to do that yeah right you got to do something that makes sense to people that's intuitive to people yeah so he's like the, the the way to look at it is today's problems will not be solved with today's 
solutions. Today's problems will be solved with tomorrow's solutions, the future's solutions. And we have all these problem-solving units in the world, which are people. How do we maximize the people that will come up with tomorrow's solutions? So the best way to help global warming is not to spend any money on global warming. The best way to solve global warming is to spend as much money possible on nutrition and education in the third world, specifically in Africa. Because there are millions of kids out there that have the potential of being great geniuses that will solve the problems of tomorrow, but will never develop to that stage because they get, don't get the proper nutrition and they don't get the proper education. So what if we can create through throwing money at education and nutrition in Africa, what if we can create 100,000 more geniuses in the next generation that will solve the problems of our world? Like that's the, the most cost-effective uh, solution to any problem. And, and a great example that he gave was like when we were hunting whales for their oil for lanterns, right? And we almost hunted whales to extinction. And so what if we said, Okay, listen, you can only burn your uh, lanterns like after 9 p.m. until 2 a.m. We have to restrict that. You buy less, like restrain yourself. Don't use as much. You know what I mean? Like we're going to ration it. You can only buy this much or, you know, none of that works. What worked is we came up with a solution that was better and then no one had to be forced to do anything. We came up with electricity and then we didn't need to hunt whales and then the whales were saved. But if we try to force people to do some kind of uh, sacrifice to save something, it's not effective. What's effective is coming up with a new solution that solves that problem. Cool. So we got to come up with the, the next stage of the light bulb to save the whales. We got to come up with the, the solution that saves. Uh, what do you think about electric cars? Like, yeah, uh, I think that's what it is. I think that's what Tesla is. I think that's what the future is. Yeah. I think that's Boring company. what Elon Musk is tunnels? doing. I don't know enough about that. Like, I just uh, trust in Elon Musk's genius that whatever he's doing is probably a way better idea than anything that I could think of or even criticize because he's just like that level of genius, I think. I think he's like one of those once every 500 years type of dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, man. He's up there. Well. What do you think? Um, yeah, I think they, you know, definitely, I agree with what you're saying. You know, we can't, we can't, uh, you know, like you say, it, it, it's got to come out of innovation. It can't come out of like change. Only comes out of innovation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna come any other way. Like people are not willing to change. Too little, too much. They're not willing to change. Right. Yeah. Even if you told them, "Hey, look, spend this. You're gonna be rich in 20 years." Motherfuckers don't pass up that all the time. Mm -hmm. By the way, yeah. You know what I'm saying? My dad passed that that up when we first came to America. Type shit. You were supposed to put five thousand in a CD. Right now, he'd have been good. Yeah. I told him, like, bro, I was in I was in high school taking a business class. Like, pops, you should put this five racks in a CD. Twenty years from now. 20 years went by, bro. Like, it's been, like, 17 years since I told him that. You know what I mean? Yeah. He could have been had a way better retirement by now. But, you know, people people pass on, you know, little things like that all the time, man. Even if it's going to benefit them greatly in the future. They can't see the future. They can feel the now. Right. If he felt that five racks, 
So, um, so I feel like, you know, innovation has to be the answer. You know, like you said, we just got to invest in all the people that can solve problems. Right. The people that, you know, the things that can, you know, change the, you know, change the way we do things. You know what I'm saying? The, the electric cars, easily the best idea. About time. Right. Um, you know, uh, obviously, you know, rockets for, uh, for uh, uh, air travel. But why not? Why flipping not? Take a rocket from here to Houston. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Elon's a fucking genius, boy. Like, I, but he's yeah, just rethinking sure. simple things. It's just like, why not? Like, why are we spending all this fuel, jet fuel on these airplanes? Like, let's just take a rocket. It's way faster. A lot less fuel. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I don't know anything about that shit. But, you know, uh, yeah. same thing with, you know, same thing with, uh, um, you know, having uh, uh, Li-Fi. You know, Li-Fi. Wait, what is that? Li-Fi. Li-Fi? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Li-Fi is like Wi-Fi, but through light waves instead of radio waves. Okay. So that's genius. You know what that means? That means your receiver for the Li-Fi is just a solar panel, which means it's actually receiving the signal, videos, whatever, internet, whatever the fuck you want, and it's charging your device at the same time. And it travels at the speed of light? It's light. It, that's what it is. Is this a thing? This is a thing, bro. Like it exists, or it like exists. It exists, man. Theoretical shit. Nah, bro. It exists. It's been tested. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 like it's proven. You know what I mean? You could watch. There's two TED talks about it. The dude that made it, he made it in uh, in 2011, and then uh, he did a TED talk back then demonstrating it working, yeah. and then he did another TED talk like three or four years ago, I think, demonstrating it working. Um, and and it's it, and it's coming. You know what I'm saying? It's coming. It's just the, the the infrastructure is like it needs like like listen. Let's say let's say you and I, okay? We grab that hill right there, okay? We start we start a little city right there. What we can do is like we could put a pole at the top of that hill that's emitting Li-Fi. All right? And anything, even if it's not directly, like the light is directly hitting hitting the, the 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 receivers, it will be getting the signal. Now, it, if it, if the light can see the receiver, it will give it the charge too. It will charge it as well. Okay, and it could just this is just a light bulb, like a special light bulb that we have it programmed to a certain signal, to a certain like like it'll just like dimming like you won't even see it with the human eye, but it'll be like dimming in, in like dimming in certain frequency right. you know what I'm saying yeah so so then what we can do is with our signal that we're providing to our little town we could give them whatever we want you could have access to your internet if you want if I could plug this up to the internet then the signal that you're getting is just like I'm just just transferring the internet to you just like a Comcast doing with the cables right. or I could get you know I could I could have it broadcasting something like a channel like a TV channel you know what I'm saying like I could create my own channel okay you and I we have our own city we have our own news network we have our own whatever and then everybody in that place can get those things you know what I'm saying using that Li-Fi you know what I'm saying uh, signal so you could get internet you could get data from it you could even transfer downloads like Wave like it's like a hundred times faster than um, 
Wi-Fi. So is this going to control our minds like 5G? <laughs> I don't think 5G controls people's minds, man. The frequency is so low that, that people don't really know, man. Like, the light bulbs, like, if you're afraid of 5G, you should be terrified of any light bulb. Because the frequency is way higher. But I, I think there's more to it than just frequency, right? No. There's literally no more to it, bro. Well, there's a, there's obviously a difference between, like, being in the bubble of, like, a, a Wi-Fi router versus being in the light of a light bulb. Like, that's not the same thing. Right. Why? Because the light bulb has way more frequency that you could even feel the heat. But that's not the only difference, right? It's a different type of wave. Not completely. There's two ways with the light bulb. There's a radio wave and there is a... Uh, a light wave so that's what I'm saying like the light wave it, on the frequency range they're all they're all frequencies are all on the same spectrum if they're radio waves or they're light waves they'll all be on the same spectrum oh really? Ex yeah they're not like different like classes of shit nah uh, they're pretty much the dude, same I'm spectrum like half retarded dude I don't know all this shit no no it's, it, it, that, that's, like that's a, common like a radio wave and a light wave would be something completely different they're not completely different they're still measured on the same spectrum and they still are frequencies, meaning they still have these characteristics of a frequency. The light frequency is just way faster, which means if you look at it zoomed in, you won't even see any radio waves anywhere close. The radio waves all the way down here. You got if you zoom into that, you're looking at a very narrow thing because radio waves are a lot like there's only so much range for a radio wave. Yeah, the light waves have way way much of a, a, a range, you know what I'm saying? They could even range as low as radio waves, but, you know, at the end of the day, they may, they're like, in physical life, they may be a little bit, you know, they have different characteristics, obviously, because light waves carry light as well. But, but the actual, like, wait, so is radio wave, like, a radio wave is not like a, it's not a particle, right? It's just like... <laughs> Uh, waves of distortion in the air. Yep, exactly. And it's light a force. is a particle. It's a force. It's a photon. A light is a particle, but it also, in this case... It, it acts as a wave, but it is a particle. But it's a particle, but it also moves stuff like a wave. That's why we can measure yeah, it. You right. know what I'm saying? So, so that's why, like, yeah, they're a little different, but they're really not. You know, and that's what, when you think about it, that's, that's kind of where the magic of life starts to... You know, we're talking quantum physics at this point. We're yeah, talking yeah, light waves, yeah. photons, you know. Uh, um, and, 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 we're, and we're talking like, and in, in the breakdown of all things, all things are waves. Everything is a wave and everything is moving constantly. I'm, a, I'm waves. I'm moms nothing but waves. Wave. Your, mom, <laughs> your mom's mom's wave. <laughs> What's he say? And your grandmama's away. That's a Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, but yeah, it's it's Li-Fi is amazing. So you got these these new things like, but and Li-Fi, the great thing, like I said, it charges the devices. So just imagine all the things, the the, you know, the stuff that they're they want to power with five G, and they're fighting Li-Fi, by the way, for that five Gs. Not really. They're not competing yet, but but 5G does not want Li-Fi to come to, to, to light. Uh, I mean, yeah. excuse the pun. Oh, that makes sense. Oh damn, it's nice and cool out here. Yeah. Yeah, mountain air, bro. Mountaineers. Let me call this fool, man. He just called me. The dude that was gonna come with us. Oh, okay. Let me get this up here or something.
Oh yeah, it's nice and cool up here. Yo, what's up? Uh, <clears throat> what are you doing? Did you get your haircut?